What it do? What it? Do? <laughs> what it do, people? What it do? What it do? We back. We back for another one. We back for another one. What's and up, we people? They let us back out again. Fuck they let us. <laughs> they let us rock again. <clears throat> do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. It's the Free Bros Podcast. I'm here, Hank, with this my guy. RJ. Episode five. Episode five. Live and direct. Live and direct. No, let me chill. Let me chill. Hi. Um. So yeah, bruh, bruh. Little, little, a little catch up, man. Yeah, man. Last time we came to you with with the, with the theme of education, um, I feel like we probably at some point will visit. We'll revisit that one. What do you reckon, Hank? I feel like it would be a good idea to to touch back on on some of the things that we discussed in terms of, um. Yeah, and of education and all that. Do you know what as well, bro? Because after, obviously, we did it when um, the schools just opened up. So it'd be interesting to kind of see what's been going on yeah, yeah, over absolutely. the course of the months. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, and we do have some. Um, I haven't actually fully discussed. It. No, we did discuss this, didn't it? We do have some things coming up um, in October for Black History Month. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We got some. We got, we got a little special for Black Black History. Black wow, I can't talk. Black History Month coming up as well, but so yeah, every every month is Black History Month, but but we're gonna we're gonna throw in a couple of things in there. Do you know what? I'm glad you said that. I'm I'm glad you said that. Yes, every month is Black History Month. Oh yeah, and I don't know. Like some people might, I know some people might say like, oh, do something for Black History Month. Like <laughs> why 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 is it, why in Black History Month all the time? And you but know that's kind of partially. You know why we even started as well. Yeah, I mean, just to, to kind of have we that spoke, platform in it. About, we spoke about Black History. So what, what? Hey, should we actually just flip it right now and talk about Black History like right now? I mean, <laughs> yeah, we can free, free, free from, from free flow, free, free flow, flow it on the Free Blow podcast. Come on, hey, man! I said Free Blow, I meant Free Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Rob's had a couple, so that's fine. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Who's who's Rob? I was listening to episode four. I heard this guy. Who's who's Robert? Who's that guy? Yeah, who's that man? Who's that guy? It's RJ here. Jeez. Right in front of you. Episode four. Um, fucking hell. What can we talk about? Black history. Uh, do you know who the richest man in the world was? Huh? The richest man in the world ever. The richest man to have ever lived on this planet Earth. Ever. Mm, he was a black man. He was a black man. Mad. Mad. What was his name? Madsen. His name was. Kieta Musa Kieta the title King Mansa Musa Mad He was from Mali <laughs> <laughs> Yeah fun fact I didn't know that It's mad Alright see, see Let me talk Do you want to hear some more stuff about him? Go on Alright go ahead Let me just Let me just go through what, what did he do? Why was he so rich? Alright so basically yeah Um Yeah So So Around the time of the Middle Ages, uh, Africa was thriving. Around the time of the European like Middle Ages, because you know the calendars were different until like only a couple hundred years ago, even sooner. Um, Africa was thriving. There were many kingdoms that were about, um, particularly in West Africa as well. Uh, obviously, because of the expansion of of Islam, like in the um, at the turn of like the first, what's it called, the first millennia, mm. and that. Um, Along with with the expansion of Islam came uh, increased connectivity and trade. Um, so like these uh, uh, Islamic kingdoms sprung up around 
Arab Peninsula, North Africa, and West Africa as well, like, you know, kind of, like, into sub-Saharan, uh, like, West Africa. Um, and uh, as I said, like, as well as Islam, trade was central to their, to their, like, how they functioned. And Mali became one of these kingdoms. It was, uh, it existed after the kingdom of Ghana. You know, you see, you know that Republic of Ghana that we know, yeah? That like, you know. Like, no, the Republic of Ghana exists like now. Okay, is, is that the, the official name? Yeah, yeah, Republic of Ghana. Okay. But when it was named um, by Kwame Nkrumah in the 1950s, the first African country to gain independence as well. When it was named, he named it in honour of the ancient um, like med- uh, medieval kingdom of Ghana, which existed for roughly about six to 800 years. Um, however, that fell... Um, and in its place came the came the Malayan Empire, and what they traded in was gold and salt, because around them times salt was actually as valuable as gold. Mad. To the point where you could trade, like say if you went to market, right, you could trade a pound of gold for a pound of salt. It would be of equivalent value. Like such as such as it's um. Why is that? Do you think? Because it was so fucking hard to mine. So, oh yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Oh yeah, if I forgot, you, yeah, you gotta mine it, innit? Mm. Shit. Okay. And apparently, it only grows in like, like, I guess, like good salt or whatever. Only grows in specific parts of the world. Oh uh, well. yeah, 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 yeah. But West Africa back then, I mean, it's still, I'm sure it still is now. Um, was rich in like mainly, uh, like, gold and salt, and they traded it extensively. The king, or who's known then as the, as the Kieta of Mali, also owned all of the gold. In Mali. Okay. And there oh, was so that was all passed down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There were expansive, um, there were extensive, like gold mining sites scattered around the kingdom, and he had access to all of them. He owned all of them. He also, as well, like obviously there was the, there was like the residual wealth that he had from the gold, but he also basically kind of like I guess in the modern day we would say like regenerated or redeveloped Timbuktu. You've heard of Timbuktu, right? Yeah. Um, there's used to be, there used to be a university there. What is actually t- what is Timbuktu, bro? I've so al- like always heard like as some legendary place. Yeah, yeah, because like of him. <laughs> because of him, man, because of him, it's crazy. As, like well, it's not, always not. sound like it seemed like a, a place was like oh I send you there or, or or I know about my guy all the way back to Timbuktu or I don't know. It's always been like it's been in, it's been like a saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this far kind of like mystical, you know, like almost like oriental place like for you know what I'm saying this far far gone place that that's that's because of him well because yeah basically or his lineage no no pretty much like well I mean no I'm gonna say that pretty much because of of him him and his work so so uh, um so Timbuktu was part of the Malian Empire and there was one year I can't remember the year off the top of my head I can I can check out in a second he goes on a pilgrimage so as I said like he uh Mansa and, and many people in his kingdom as well were Muslim yeah he goes on a pilgrimage to Mecca at the time, it was quite a risky thing to do for a king, like in the medieval kingdom. And normally, like uh, kingdoms and and the crown was a lot more unsecure, a lot more insecure than it is like today. But he decides that he can trust his leadership and his kingdom enough to be able to leave it um, for like well over like six months. Like, I think it was about like a year or so to go on this pilgrimage to Mecca. Mad. When he goes there, he takes something in the region of like five hundred slaves with him a thousand camels hundreds of pounds worth of gold like i think i remember reading there was something like there were dozens of camels of gold like carrying gold and each camel was carrying like 
dozens of kilograms with it. To the point where he carried so much gold with him to Mecca that when he got there and along the way, he caused a crash in the price of gold. <laughs> what? <laughs> this guy carried so much gold with him on his travels that it, 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 it provided a surplus in every community he went in and the price of gold crashed. He called a, wor- he called a worldwide, like the, the price of gold worldwide to crash. <laughs> <laughs> because he was just going on his travels and just like just giving gold to people to the point where it became like it, it lost its Mad. value. That was that was that was his, his such was his worth to be able to do that. Shit. All the while, as I said, he's left his kingdom, right? Um, potentially open to attack. Never happened. He gets back, kingdom secure. While he was away, he um like planned for the redevelopment of Timbuktu. So he um invested in like the sciences, in architecture. He's kind of like wanting to redevelop Timbuktu as like a, like you know his little kind of like you know every every leader of a certain type has their kind of like their their little their flagship. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Their little toy that they yeah. can that they can market as theirs. You know that one came down the street had his bikes and that. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> um. So he like he invested in the university in the buildings as I said, um the mosque I think it's called the mosque of Jenny. Uh, uh, something like that. It's like this famous like mosque that is still there. They've mm. had to they had to keep on um reworking in it because the um flipping the mud like dries up and cracks. And okay, okay. But the university at its height had like twenty five thousand students. Mad. Like it was it was a it, people would travel there from as far as like Greece and and the Mediterranean to learn maths and science and and all sorts. So when, so so that that name like Timbuktu obviously it travelled and it it, yeah. it it created some like. Some legend behind it. Timbuktu. Mad team. I want to go to Timbuktu. The hell? Love to. Yeah, shout out, what's his name? Mansa Musa. Mansa Musa. Shout out Mansa Musa, man. But yeah, that's some, <coughs> that's some shit for your pre-Black History Month, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hold on to that. But yeah, what you been saying, man? How you been? Yeah, no, I've been good, man. Do you know what? I've been good. My, my body today is absolutely aching me. Absolutely aching me. I've been doing this flipping 30-day workout challenge oh mad what was that like what insanity and and jogs and all that kind of shit it's it's some crap so you have to do like 12 different workouts in the morning okay and then yeah (laughs) and i've been walking i've been walking like um to work as well (laughs) (laughs) walking to and from and then and doing that as well and doing that my body's just killing me also today's been a mad week actually i went for a job this week as well nice Got, got a new PB, which is kind of sick. What's new, that? A new personal best. Yeah, no, no, but what is it? What is it? It was 35.40. Wait. 35 minutes, 40 seconds. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What, 5K? Straight yeah, yeah, straight coming and back. Okay, okay, okay. That's calm. That's calm, man. Is it though? I don't know. I feel like I could be better. I mean, you say it's a new PB, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when, when I started, it was like 48 minutes. Yeah, bro, you cut down the whole... 13. 13 minutes and how long less than a year less than a year give or take yeah do you know what i'm saying like since you've been going consistently consistently it's been this year really yeah so cut down by 13 minutes that's sick bro that's a bit of a mad thing. come on fam what do you mean how many people can can run can run 5k in, in 35 minutes i don't know a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very silent in the back. 
people forget to tell these people how to apply to us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, now nah, for real, if, if if there's anyone out there that that be hitting up five k runs and you got you, you got a PB, yeah, you can just share it with us, innit? So I mean, when I when I went um, when I came to the jo- on the jog with you, how how long, how long did we do? I think it was I like time. Yeah. 38 we're doing like 38 40 yeah around like 38 40 do you know what i mean but um yeah that's 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 good though man i feel like like jogging i didn't really understand the hype around jogging until i actually did it <laughs> until i actually yeah. did it it's one of those definitely. for real like it's i used to see people on the road jogging and just think bro this is long it's cold <laughs> yeah just go to the gym it's cold it's, it's raining occupying the road space not nah, not even the road space the sidewalk but like the yeah, sidewalk yeah, space yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean Old just, carriage just, just there man yeah but when i actually went for a jog i actually i actually understood it mm. it's, it's that like like you're pushing yourself yeah there's you know that i mean like you are pushing yourself and, and there's there's something about doing it on the op- in the open as well just like being like i don't know just like on the street it's like especially in a city like ours yeah like normally we're so disconnected from the environment around us because we just got other things that are more important. Oh uh, yeah, Do you get what I, I mean. Feel like I know where you're going. And when when I'm jogging, I feel like I can embrace all of everything. That. Yeah, yeah. Like nothing yeah, else yeah, matters. Yeah. Like really, nothing else matters. Bruh. It's just like me and just the road, basically. Like I've even started. I'm now confident enough to actually jog on in the road sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, do, do, do you remember coming my car still? Do, 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 do you remember when when um when lockdown first started mm. and like um. Maybe not when it first started, but like after, like couple months, like you know after the the full scare and and people started to, to go out and exercise. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I use the word exercise very loosely, but these are not exercise. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, but the time we went for um a few jogs, bro, do you remember I was running in the middle of the road. Yeah. I yeah, knew yeah, there'd yeah, be no yeah, cars. Yeah. yeah. It just felt nice just it to so nice, man. being just being in the middle of the road. I don't know. I, I don't also know. feel like the I feel like you should, you should try on your feet too. When you what? I feel like it feels better. I know the road surfaces. On your feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's just more even. The pavement is just like, it's, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're getting a bit too technical. But for real, like if you, if you jog on the pavement and you jog in, in the road, like you feel a difference. You feel a difference. You know what I'm talking about. Actually, actually try it. You know what I'm talking about. Um, But yeah, nah, that's, that's sick. It's, it's mad you say that, bro, because I feel like a lot of people did not realize and the reason i say did um is because now with this whole lockdown thing you're forced to um do a lot of things you didn't do before but i feel like a lot of people didn't like understand like bro sometimes it's good just to not only be by yourself but little things like being in more in tune with the environment i don't Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. Like right, when when you wake up in the morning and you hear birds, like that that's a nice feeling. Do you know what I'm saying? We definitely had a, had had a chance to get more in touch with it than before. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. going to the parks and I'm actually looking. I mean, not to say I didn't do it before, but you know, there's there's not there's not really much to do in lockdown. You're almost, you're like you're just dis- you're not as distracted by a lot of things that's going on. You know, your your friends might call you for a motive later or whatever. So when you go to the park, for instance, you actually sit there and just look around. Do you know what I mean? I actually miss, I actually miss, um, I miss my like, my post-work walks through the park. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Or the yeah, morning ones. Yeah. You know, the one it was just like literally going to the park was the only exercise. You could yeah, do. it's crazy yeah. that we actually all went through that as a society. It's mad when yeah, you think about literally. it. Literally, like going out was 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 going to walk around the park. Walk around the park. And trust. Like dinners and somewheres. But I miss that, man. I miss. I miss. I kind of. I don't know. I don't know if I'm alone in this. I miss the simpler times in some ways. Yeah. Like it was, yeah. it was so. It was. It was. Yeah. That that routine. It was. It was. It was decent. <laughs> nah, trust, trust. I mean, I guess now the challenge is, you know, fitting it into that. If we realize how much that did help us, it's like fitting it into our lives as we get older. Yeah. Or, or just, as, as or we just also return to some. Uh, as you, as we return, yeah, yeah. Well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think as I might be getting a little bit like um, philosophical on you, but like I feel like as humans, yeah, sometimes when we when we do something and we get like a good a good um, outcome from it, um, like a, a positive outcome, I don't know what it is, but sometimes we can almost feel a bit too satisfied with it. Like, oh yeah, I, I, like I did that, <clears throat> it was good, and I guess it was good for them. Do you know what I mean? But not all the time we take these positive things and then reinforce them. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I get what you mean in terms of like making it kind of like a regular, like making it a regular thing, yeah, like which is always the hardest, the hardest part. You know, that's yeah. the hardest part for me with, with jogging. Mm, you know, like yeah. I still, I still am like not as consistent as, as I would like to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of getting in that discipline <coughs> which actually links to another thing we discussed that last episode you see last episode when we, we were asking about like um things that we would tell our younger selves yeah yeah i think lately i've come to realize that i would definitely if i could turn back the time i'll definitely tell my younger self to to pick up a sport and and to kind of like like mm. maintain like some kind of exercise yeah, like yeah some yeah. T- kind of physical activity yeah that I take seriously because I've, I've said this to you before that like i feel like it really teaches you discipline more than anything else not even yeah. just like the sport itself but actually you know that like because you're homing in on a talent or skill in some way that teaches you discipline and yeah. i feel like that's something that yeah i'm only learning to to pick that up now yeah because you know even even when you when you when you look at it as well that type of discipline that you and I'm, I, I probably can't i can't speak for everyone but you know for some people that discipline that comes with learning a sport, you're uh, you're more attentive to what you put in your body as yeah, well. That's true. That's really you know, true. like you're not you're not going like for instance, when I was playing basketball, I was like sixteen, seventeen, but you know, even when I'll get like my occasional like chicken and chips, I'd make sure like I'm drinking a hell of a lot of water. Like, I was proper hydrated all the time. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Just because I knew I, I'd had to be if I just wanted to, I guess, be healthy. Like, you start looking into ways to be more healthier. Um, yeah, so that's that's true still. Like, when, when you go jogging, like, you're trying to be fit. So, you're going to be conscious. Okay, I can't really be eating crazy out here. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I can't, I can't, I probably should have that cake at like 5 p.m. rather than 11 when I normally do. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like eating late is bad for you still. Um, I try not to eat late, like heavy food. If I'm eating late, I might have like some fruit or some light snacks. Like I literally had a cake at um, 1 a.m. the other day. Yeah, that's mad. 
That's mad. I I ain't judging no one. Listen, if you want to have cake or whatever, do your thing in it. Just do your thing, man. Um, it's just for me, just for me personally. Like, I feel like when you um, when me let me let, let me just say me when I eat late. I and I eat um, it's <laughs> just, um, it sits on my stomach more. Do you know what I mean? And then I, th- that, that's what they say as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when you eat later, like it sits on your stomach more. Um, and there's this, there's this guy that I was watching on um fuck I can't remember his name he was on um the School of Greatness uh podcast and he was talking about like sleep and you know the type of things that you sh- the amount of time you should give yourself in between what you've consumed and to when you go to sleep so if it's eating it should probably be about like three hours like t- like two three hours just to, just to give it some time mm. um I think that's what he said what when he when he brought up like smoking or like drinking he said maybe like four hours before yeah before you go to sleep and like drink water obviously in between that so obviously it flushes it it gives time to flush it out that's worse so i should after having a drink i should wait four hours before i go to sleep yeah you should wait about four hours no man that's not attainable (laughs) (laughs) you could do three you could do three hours could do three what if you pass out like soon after drinking probably drank too much oh so what you're saying i have to reduce or what do you mean pass out <laughs> <laughs> you mean like, like if you, <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you know when you drink you, you mean like if you fall asleep or you mean like if you actually get drunk and you pass out uh, yeah the, the latter yeah if you fall, if you get i guess if i guess if you go out and you're drunk yeah so you said like um if you if you go out and you drink maybe not drink to get drunk do you know what i mean but like you drink till you're probably nice and then four hours yeah you know but what i'm saying is like and then you go to sleep when i'm nice so i eat like now (laughs) (laughs) i I won't be staying awake for another four hours after this i was raised yeah but i mean it's you know like like everything there'll there'll be exceptions in it there'll be some days where it might not be like that but i'm just saying what he said in it i haven't really i'm not saying i'm like that or you know like I, i i go bed late and you know sometimes i still have my occasional snack and you know, he, he even says, like, give yourself, like, a technology break, maybe, like, an hour or, like, a half an hour before you go to bed, not to use your phone. Sometimes I'm guilty of that, do you know what I'm saying? Man, mate, I, I fall asleep in my phone if I'm honest, man. Do you know what? I get, I get migraines in it. So, if I'm on my, I realise, if I, if I fall asleep while I'm using my laptop, which happened last night, I get up the next morning with a fucking migraine, bro. Be killing. What's been popping? What's is new? Do you know what else is new? I've started a new bit. I started reading a new bit. What's that? Can I, go, can I grab it? Quick? Yeah, yeah, go to. One thirty-five, isn't it? Thirty-five. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Mad. You talk too much, man. Yeah, we do still. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're talking about a book. Yeah. Well, um, what's what's the book called? So the book here yeah, is called Back to Black, Retelling Black Radicalism in the Twenty-First Century. By Kiyande, Hinde Andrews, yeah. So he basically reframes um, the kind of like uh, modern anti-racist movement <coughs> in the context and 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 previous uh, anti-racist campaigns, such as like the U.S. civil rights movement and the U.K. one, in the context of. Um, radical black political thought 
Okay. And it basically outlines the route for like black radical political thought in the 21st century. Hence the title. <laughs> oh, sick. Um, but firstly, by outlining like what what radicalism like really means, and he talks about like how it's been like hijacked by like the media, and you know like the, almost like I guess the right as like a um as like a slur basically. Oh, know? mad! Or one that we associate straight away with with is Islamic terrorism, when it like it, it has way you know different meanings. To that. Yeah, and like I don't know, man. Like the book's proper interesting. I, I only started reading chapter one, but I was reading the prologue bit. And the way how he talks about like the difference between, like you know, like the views of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, uh, and you know how dangerous it is to kind of like compare them as two of the same and and whatnot. Like I've never seen somebody so comprehensively like outline the difference between them in such a way. Um, okay. But yeah, proper good, proper good. Check it out then, still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mad. I started re uh, rereading uh, the Alchemist again. Um, still haven't touched those other two books though that i got i still ain't touched the sapiens bro I, to be honest with you i don't i don't think i'm gonna touch that now because nah, i bought i bought like two other books listen listen anybody out there <coughs> that has listened to uh sapiens history of humankind that could recommend it to hank to inspire him then he can he can come out here and and and, and share Please let us let, let us know if you if you've read Sapiens History of Humanity. It's a whole Bible, fam. It's the it's exactly it's the Bible of knowledge. <laughs> it's the Bible it's a of whole knowledge. Bible. Do you know what? For like for someone who literally just like just getting into like the swing of reading, I feel like like when they say like don't let the size put you off, it definitely did. Like it has. Do you know what? One day yeah, it has. God willing, one day we're gonna have. I'll read it one day. No, one day we're gonna have the author next to you. We're gonna have Yvonne Noah Harris. We're gonna interview him one day. Yeah, that's calm. Do you know what I'm saying? When I've read it, by then I definitely <laughs> would have read it. Of course, I mean? of course, that'd be part of the contract. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, and, and then and then we'll share. No, but no. Do you know what the books can be? Books can be off-putting sometimes. They can be. You gotta find like like they say. You gotta find that one that that like them ones that you like in it. Have you do ever you know read I mean? multiple books at the same time? I'm doing that right now. I'm, re- I'm reading two at the same time. Two. Yeah. Is it like so? What what is it? The Alchemist. The Alchemist and um, uh, Vulture by uh, Gil Scott Heron. Okay, okay. You've been into Gil Scott Heron a bit lately. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been um looking a bit more into it, man. Especially since like, uh, especially since like, cause I have heard his name before. <coughs> And I probably should have looked into him a long time ago, but you know things happen in their own time, innit? But with the whole like uh, Black Lives Matter uh, shit that's been going on, and then even finding out about uh, this artist, other artists as well, Navy Blue, um, he he kind of looks like him, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Really? Yeah, now nah, he kind of looks like him still, um, and I think he he rem- he reminds me of him in a sense of like his raps are like like I know they say rap is poetry yeah but his 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 raps are like literally poems that sound so abstract but then ah oh man they're just sick they're just sick and I feel like they they relate to like a young like a young black man or a young black youth he does, he does, it like um, he does isn't it yeah. trust um, like a young black youth that's like growing up 
um, in in the world, not even so much in America, but just in in life. Um, but yes, um, with with Gil Scott, um, and I found out that's actually how you say his name. I thought it was Jill. I swear, is it not? Is nah, it not? nah, it's Gil still. Gil Scott Heron. Um, but yeah, he's got this with the first album that he did, which is around I think it's around the same time that the book came out. One sec, let me just double check that. Oh shit, yeah, yeah, that's right. I was right, yeah. So the album, which is called Small Talk at 125th and Lennox, was released the same year as The Vulture, um, yeah. th- that novel that he put out as well. Um, so yeah, man, been um been tapping into a little bit of little bit of Gil Scott. Um, the book is. The book is um I haven't I haven't got that far in it to be honest with you I'm, I'm only on like page like fifteen I think mm. um but the book <laughs> is jokes like you know the ones when you read it and you, you feel like you can actually hear the person saying the words like it's written in the southern um not the southern it's written in the like the slang at the time as well like how they yeah. speak um like the the words are written phonetically that makes sense yeah yeah so um yeah like it's actually it's actually it's actually jokes. It's a lot. It's a lot of comedy in there as well. Like so far, in what I've read, um, but yeah, man, I got, I got, I got those ones, and what was the other one that I got as well? Oh, 1984 by George Orwell. How are you finding that? I haven't started that. I haven't started that one as yet. So, like I said, I'm, I'm reading The Alchemist and The Vulture, but now it might have to be Alchemist and 1984. No, man, do all three. Do all three. Do all three. You want me to read the Sapiens as well? No, no. Hold, hold okay, 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 okay. But 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 cancel cancel the Sapiens and do all three. Yeah. This guy's mad. You hearing? You hearing? I feel like so. What I was gonna <laughs> ask is like, you see that they sound like they're all different genres, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm guessing do you read them then when you're in different moods? Yeah. 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 That's crazy. What mood do you have to be in for each? Uh, the Alchemist or is probably just, like catch you randomly. The the Alchemist is probably like um more time in the morning i'll probably read it like when i feel when i feel like i want to read something like inspiring yeah or something um yeah like um you know that kind of reminds me because bro it's, it's actually a book about like being on a journey mm. so i feel like whenever i read it i feel like i'm reminded of something like oh, i take away a lesson that reminds me of what i'm doing do you know what i mean it's so mad because there was this I read like 10 pages of it today and I literally stopped because I was like, nah, there's, I feel like I picked up on so many little bits just there that I need to like simmer. I need to let that simmer for today and then probably come back another time and then read it again. Do you know what I mean? I love books like that. Bro, it's actually, it's it's weird. Like, like that's the, bro, that's probably the first time I did that. Like, because I read it and I was like, yo, I'm getting hit with every direction i need to just i need to let this digest just 10 pages you know um that's what sapiens is like swear okay fair enough do you know i mean um i can understand that actually with the amount of content the amount of shit that's in that um with the gil scott one that's just like if i want to read something a bit different and um 1984 i got that because of this whole like this whole shit that's going on um, you know, and people say, you know, there's a lot of parallels between the book and reality as we uh-huh. know it right uh-huh. now. So, um, is there a rule of six? I thought that was interesting. 
Is there what? Is there a rule of six in 1984? I don't know. I don't know. We'll probably see about that. Maybe there's some type of, you know, a, another version of it. Yeah. That's mad. Um, social grouping or some shit. Yeah. But I like, I, I like um, dystopian, dystopian fiction, though. I clocked that when we read The Handmaid's Tale uh-huh. in English Lit. That was sick. I actually read that. That's the only book I actually read. Mad. in never, English I never did that yeah, yeah I, I actually I actually read it what is it about um it's about these um it's about these women let me see if I can remember it properly though it's about the, it's about oh no it's about like a society that men rule right that me, men are in control and the women that are part of that society they are almost well not almost they're they're used as like um they're just used for breeding, basically. Okay. So that's that's the only thing that they that's the only role that they play in society during that time. So like for for instance, the woman wouldn't even have a name. She'd be property of, let's say, property of Hank or property no. of RJ. No. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like she wouldn't have, like this is Mary or this is, you know, Sophie, or this is Kim. Nah, it's like property of the man. Do you know what I mean? Um, and just to, to make a to make a long story short, um, what ended up happening was that the woman she had to she had to escape. So all the other handmaids, they were I think. Actually, I might have got that. I might have got one little plot twist wrong, you know. I know she escaped. But like there was a, there was a part where like the handmaids were like, against her, and bro, the men even had wives. Oh, and, and the property the well. men had wives bro but the handmaids were there to bear the to bear the children the wives wouldn't do that that's, 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 that's some people might say that's like that's bro that's nuts that's what it was like that's yeah that is nuts bro so the woman who wrote the, ha- ham- the handmaids i gotta read it again actually shit you know there's a there's a sequel yeah, yeah i saw that i yeah. saw that I, I haven't watched it yet though i haven't I, I well I I I only see I've heard things about it and I've seen like people carrying it around and stuff but yeah. I heard it's really good you should check it out yeah yeah no it was it was a good book it was a good book um aside from that yeah man other what should we talk about music yeah yeah I'd quite like to Hank I mean, is obviously quite the creative you know I mean <laughs> I'd like to think I am you know what I'm saying I like I like some I like stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Like I like stuff. The rest of the episode, listening about this, uh, listening, talking about the stuff that, that the music that, that you've been listening to and that you like. So, whenever you're ready to share your brain, ah, uh, bro, not even like, not even just music, music, uh, not even just music. I've been listening to, yeah. But um, if any, if you guys haven't seen on um, and I think it's on, it's on, it's on YouTube. If I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure if the full thing is on youtube but the amount of stuff that i've watched um is, has been is on youtube in it but the master p documentary of no limit records and the rough riders one as well you know, should definitely check that out like that th- that was actually sick i i like i was on the the imp- sorry, sorry sorry say that again what you say no limit yeah no limit records what's that uh so that's a record label that i had on um master p 
uh, was created with him and basically his family. Like mm-hmm. he, he put his family like in uh, the different the different um, business positions to to run the company. So you know, yeah, let's say his, um, let's say he had he had his brothers as um, as a uh, like artists. Then he had like his cousin as the manager. Then do you know what I mean? Like real um, and as he spoke about it back then, it's like real black innovation. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like and he had it very in house as well. Um, signed Snoop Dogg. You know, got Snoop Dogg out of his deal when he was uh, struggling with um, uh, fuck. Easy E. What? No. Nope. No. Nope. What the hell? <laughs> 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 no, no. Easy E was with NWA in it. Wait, I swear, was Snoop Dogg not a member of NWA? Or am I? Am I? He was a. F- uh, nah, he wasn't a member. He definitely wasn't a member, but I get he affiliated somehow. Affiliated. Maybe you're thinking it easy, bro, because they, they probably look a bit similar. Maybe you're thinking I think I like when young Snoop in it. I don't know. Oh yeah, but yeah, so Master P had um No Limit Records, so he showed the documentary of how he built that, and the Rough Riders included um Eve, uh DMX. I didn't even I didn't even clock her. Swiss Beats was one of the producers on Rough Riders as well. Okay. Um, but yeah. So what the Swiss Beats? used to produce that Eve Sonos. Nah, bro. Apparently, he, he wasn't even that good at first. I mean, you, how much better have you got Eve? I don't... Oh, allow it. No, like, he's a legend. Do you think he's a legend? Yeah, I think he's a legend. Do you think he's an overrated legend? I'm not going to get into that. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I, I thought, no, he's a good... He's a good, he's a good nah, guy. he's a legend still. Out of 10. He's a legend still. I mean, for like, for like, for me, like, my, f- my favourite... Oh, can I say my favorite producer? My favorite producer is probably Dre. Ah, no. No. Oh, bro. My favorite producer is probably. What, what are you looking for as a favorite producer? Ah, uh, do you know what? <sighs> what am I looking? Because I, I, have, I have different favorites. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like Dilla. I like Jay Dilla. Jay, I like Jay Dilla. Yeah, 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 I like the Slum, Slum Village. Slum yeah, Village. yeah, you went for Slum Village. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <you're> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> no, I, I, I like I. So he needs. Sometimes I play his instrumentals in my lessons. Yeah, like, yeah. Jay Dilla, like, Jay like, Dilla's dope, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like I like Kanye, yeah, but then Kanye is v- he's very heavily influenced by Jay Dilla. Do you know yes, what I'm saying? I can hear. Do you know what I'm saying? That yeah, especially with like maybe his earlier music. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I like, I like, um, I like. Uh, have I said? Have I said already? Madlib? Did I say Madlib? No, you didn't say Madlib. Yeah, bro, Madlib is fucking cold. So he he was also on this. Madlib is cold. Alchemist, huh? Was he also on this record label? No, 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 no. This is just like naming producers that oh, I like in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Mad Lib is cold. Uh, Alchemist is cold. Um, there's this, there's this new one that I that I found the other day. Uh, Pink Sifu. He's cold as well. Um, he's from. He's US. I'm not sure like exactly like what state or anything, mm. but he's US. Um, he's sick as well. There's this other guy. Uh, there's this guy that works with. 
Oh shit. Oh shit. What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Oh, I gotta look this up. I, I gotta look up this one as well, bro. One sec. The only reason why I say Swiss Beats is that it's seven point five. I I I cause I feel like I can always I I don't know I could be trying Sporting life. Sporting life. Sporting life. Okay. Yeah. Go on. I know it's just like I feel like his beat his beats are sometimes quite samey. Fair enough. But I don't know if that's necessary for some people. They like that, right? Like um. Yeah, it just depends on your like. Some people it depends on your ear, isn't it? Like yeah, you you yeah. might like it. Yeah. Or yeah. you know, next person might not. I just might, know, might not like it. I know if when I'm listening to Swiss Beats, like it's normally, I mean, to be fair, it's normally when it's like Kanye West or Jay-Z, like one of those songs, but I can just identify it straight away. Yeah, 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 I yeah, suppose yeah, every yeah, producer yeah. has their signature. Bro, Timberland? Oh, yeah, yeah, you straight away I can spot what? Timberland. Timberland? But then you can also see, the, so, right, so what, I, what, what I, with Timberland, yeah, again, I don't know if this is entirely my subjective opinion. I feel like with Timberland, I can also spot when he's made when he's put effort into a beat and then he's just fucking about. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean fucking about? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's mad. What do you mean fucking about? Right, so if you say like, what's that song? Apologize. Yeah. Yeah. So you feel like the what the fucking musical arrangements and all that shit, like the way how it sounds, it's very technical, very intricate. Yeah. When it, where he's got some other songs, um, I don't want to sing, cause. <laughs> but you see, like, there's a song where he goes, yeah, "It's me, you, me, you, me, me, Justin Timberlake all night." Hey yo, way for way for I praise your appetite. Hey, like, listen, that, that song, song was hard. It was hard. It's sick, but I feel like he's a lot more like trigger happy, a lot more like carefree with with how he. Like lays out the song, like how you raise. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that. He's being free, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, here at the Free Will Bros podcast, (laughs) (laughs) we endorse all of that. But I just know when he's trying and when he's not trying with a song. You, so you, you, you're coming from a standpoint where you feel like I've heard you do this. Yeah, I've heard you do this. I need you to keep doing. I need you to keep wowing me. Yeah. So if he, if there's something where you feel like he hasn't, you know, tried to wow you, like push the boundary. That like push the boundary sonically. You feel like uh, a bit he's a bit disappointed. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, you're allowed to feel that way. That's how some people feel with, with like um, other artists as well. Do you know what I mean? Who've yeah. been consistent and now you putting out bullshit. Yeah. I mean, like, and it might be just, it's just subjective as well. Bullshit. So like, do you know my, what I mean? My, my, my um, maybe unpopular opinion. I listened to Brandy's most recent album. Yeah. Know, just because that it, you know, it would definitely be a good listening. Two Eleven, the last album she had like nine years ago. I listened to that, and I thought that was pretty decent. There's a song on there. Um, there's a couple of good songs in there. There's one on there. It's like this down, straight down. It's like pretty decent. Pretty straight down. Um, and I listened to this recent album. I didn't. I didn't. I found it very samey. I found it very like monotonous. You know what I'm saying? For yeah. me personally. But then there are other people who like that. They go to Brandy for that. You know? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I just like to be surprised. I guess. But anyway. Nah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah. So you're saying like Madlib? 
yeah, bro. Like, I, I think I, I think I, yeah, lost track. Like, yeah, Madlib, Alchemist. Um, does like pretty old school, as well. Um, I think I'll say that's it, bro. I want to know more about. I um, think I'll say that's it. I want to know about that that, that record label that, that Master remember. P was was on. No limit. What what's your documentary, bro? What's your what's your documentary? Tell me something. <laughs> I told you already, fam. Like the like he 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 had it with his he formed it with his um his brothers in it and um a couple of members of his family. Is he yeah? He was selling. He was selling. I say go on, go on. Ask us. Is he the one who is in um? Like there's skits of him in Solange's album, where she's interviewing some guy. Is that him? Ah, oh, I don't know. You know. You mean her most recent album? No, the one before. I see at the table. Is that is that one with bins on it? No, the one before that. The one, the one before with that. Pains in the sky. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't listen to that one uh, thoroughly. I'm a waste man for that still. I need to go listen to that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. I'm, yeah. So, so, so that's the same person. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Now, nah, bro, he's he's sick, man. Like a lot, a lot of his um, even he had like this. He had like this little building where he started like um like he was selling the 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 tapes out of mm. i didn't even know he had he came in a little building because people just say like it's just like he did it out the trunk so out the trunk to me just meant like he was driving around sell, selling the tapes out of his car yeah um which was part of it as well but like he actually took some money and invested it in getting a building because his whole thing was like i actually want to do something legit i want to come out of the street life i don't want to I don't want to have one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. Even though he did that at, at some points, but he got to a point where, you know, he was like, nah, like I actually want to do this a lot more legit. So yeah, he invested in a building and bro, now nah, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. Like I, I can't, I can't like think of all the, like the little, the little nitty retail, uh, retails, the nitty gritty details. Um, but I think you should watch it, man. I think you sold it pretty well, mate. And especially nah, now that I know that it's it's, it's the guy who's, who's speaking that. Because see, for a long time, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was the guy from Run DMC that she was interviewing. But I, it just what he was saying and what I know about them doesn't make sense. So I yeah. just didn't work it out. So yeah, no, it's sick that I, that I nah, check him, check him out. Um, but yeah, I've been checking out. Uh, oh, bro, I was talking to you earlier about um. Oh yeah, navy blue in it. You should check him out as well. Check out Navy Blue. He's got his he's got his album called uh forgive me if I get if I say the name wrong. Ada Arin. Ada Arin. I think that's how you say it. A D A Space I R I N. Um But yeah, I, I was I was even mentioning like, yeah, why does he why does he call it call himself um Navy Blue? I was thinking, I don't know, like the word navy is very um like when I, when, when I think navy i think like deep like on the water under mm. the surface um navy i also think like like militant about something or mm. you know because 
you know the the like the navy seals or um or like or like a uh like a war do you know what i mean like i don't know like war with his war with his pen or war with his peace or da da da, da. like why is he calling himself navy blue and all of that in navy and then blue is like the blues anyways listening to this album yeah <laughs> there's a lot of blues in there which i guess kind of made me think that um and bro the way how he ties in the the first of all the beats the the instrumentals are so like they touch me do you know what i'm saying like they touch me like it's not no it's not no like trap like you're trying to bounce all over the place or whatever it it feels like like when i'm listening to it i feel like i'm meditating not like you're about to take some purple drink nah like n- nothing like that bruv i just <laughs> feel like i'm about to sit down and just think about life and just catch a vibe hold a meds hold you know what i mean set. um nah <laughs> <laughs> no. this guy this guy loses a mad. um but yeah nah he's he's sick man he's sick as well it, it, but nah nah listen to it listen to it it almost feels like medicine for 2020 with all the shit that's going on he's got this song on there that's called um simultaneously bleeding that one is mad this is what i mean by like like poetic shit bro i'm gonna read out i'm gonna read out just one line here just one line someone how do you spell simultaneously again wow no i got it i got it i got it And this is why it kind of reminds me of Gil Scott a little bit. In terms of like that poetic spoken word type vibe. Shoulders ain't for crying on, my brother no. Hold him close, privately we cope. Tyrants sweep the coast, round the cape. Horns blazing, I know when they approach. Bouncing off the storm, watch it go up in smoke. And those whom I, what? And those whom I adore and can contemplate no more. This is precious soak. Oh. Can you read it one more time for <laughs> the, the cheap seat? Bruh, you said, shoulders ain't for crying on, my brother no. Hold him close, privately we cope. Tyrants sweep the coast round the cape. Horns blazing, I know when they approach. Wait, 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 go back before, before cape. Tyrants, what do you say? Tyrants sweep the coast. That's mad. That could be in reference to so many different things. You know? Bruh. Around the cape, did you say? Around the cape. That's, Horns blazing. That's mad. I know where it's they approach. Talking about the cape Horn as well, right? Bruh. Around South Africa. What's who's this again? Navy Blue, right? Bruh, Navy Blue. And Blood Club. Bro, and, and a lot of his lyrics, they, 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 you, they, you have this, Um, I watched this interview, this guy did with him as well. And, it's like he's talking to his, or he's talking through his ancestors. Bruh, bruh, listen. Bruh, listen, 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 listen. Bruh, my guy said, bro. Can you use that line one more time? Bro, my guy said, tyrants sweep the coast, round the cape, horns blazing, I know when they approach. Then catch this. Bouncing off the storm, watch it go up in smoke. And those who I can't, what? And those who I adorn, can't contemplate no more. This is pressure soak. 
I can't see no faces, clergy wearing cloaks. Most of these people races get up off my path. Spirits get spirits get evoked. All I can do is laugh and live this life. It's haunted by the past. I don't know. It's crazy. What I can hear, yeah, it sounds like he's talking about. He just described the middle passage to me, bruh. And like how he still experiences that as a young person, generations on. That's what I heard. Do you know, what I'm, bruh? If what I heard is what is what he intended, then that's absolutely sick, bruh. This guy's crazy. This guy, like, in in a mad good way, like, <laughs> like he's he's his um. They talk about talk about his pen, like, he's dope, man. He's dope. Um, so yeah, I've been I've been listening to him. He's got a couple other projects as well, uh, like two more, two other projects. Um, one of them is called Gangway for Navy. And so he proper uses just like Navy slang. Yeah, like yeah. And I think that. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real, for real. Um, so yeah, I've been listening to. Uh, do you know Earl Sweatshirt's got this? I've listened to a lot of Earl as well. Do you know what, bro? Actually, I'll I, I say it after. after I, have new music out? I say, um, no, nah, not as yet. But he has um, he has this radio show. I think I mentioned to you before. This Red Bull radio show that he that he does with uh, sometimes by himself, sometimes with a guest. He's had on Knowledge. I don't know if you know Knowledge. He's a producer. Um, producer, artist. Yeah, he's dope as well. Uh, he had one with him. He had one on with Solange as well. That was a guest on yeah, there. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. See, you, you remember now. Yeah, yeah Solange yeah. did it. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he had one of those. And yeah, like, just listening to that. And there's a lot of, there's just a lot of music on there, isn't it? That I guess you just get put onto. Bro, do you know, how much, how much radio stations do you listen to, like, online? Yeah, like online, like specifically online. Yeah, there's there's no signal. There's what? There's, you know the kind of like uh, radio station that pops up when you're commuting over a stop sign. Do you remember in the lockdown there were all of those like verses that were taking place? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. What's what's the station called again? There's no signal. Oh, there's no oh, there's no signal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was just I thought it was just no signal. I, I think that's like the, it. It might be there's no signal. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, I think I'll I think it's there's no signal and I think that at is no signal. Oh okay, 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 okay. I yeah, yeah, sorry. Misunderstanding. Could be so funny that yeah. But yeah, go on. But yeah, no, they they I they they they're an internet they're an internet radio station. They they obviously had like the verses and the it kind of felt like a a new a new generation Chase FM. I don't do you remember you remember Chase FM? I do remember it. I wasn't really that that much into radio when I was younger though. Yeah, I feel like when you came here, like you may probably didn't listen to it, but like, like as much. And then, ne- like the last few years, it's been yeah. Like, electric. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, I grew up yeah, listening to like. I'm I'm I remember you saying I remember a lot of people talking about Choice FM. You know what I'm saying? Like Choice yeah. FM was like the staple of every of every yeah. like, household. And you know, and you know what's mad? I feel like that is that like that should be. That should be a thing, bro, because I like I like that like that time that when the that other um 
radio station, uh, No Signal, when that popped up during lockdown, that was that felt like a breath of fresh air. It really was, man. It was so, it, and it was so, it was so like perfectly pitched as well. Yeah, like, it was just. Yeah, it had it had a bit of everything. Like, like so normally I listen to like I, normally I listen to like Vibes there or On Top FM, two great radio stations. But sometimes I just find that. Like obviously, I, li- I listen to vibes when I want to listen to reggae music, which, yeah, is, yeah. which is probably half of the time I listen yeah, to yeah. music. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it gets a bit samey, and the, like on top, I love on top, yeah. Mm. But sometimes again, it gets it. Like I just like I like variety personally. Yeah, yeah. There's no signal. Just feel, it filled the whole man. I swear, it filled. They just offered everything. Yeah, everything on the Sunday they had the little nice little reggae selection during lockdown. I was chilling in the back garden, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. See what I'm <laughs> catching a vibe, catching the, the music vibe. playing the reggae section going out, and then when they had the verses, I was doing the same, you know. It, 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 and then they had the little Afrobeat section, and just everything. It was just everything. Yeah, it was just everything. Yeah. Now I, I feel and you. I love how I also love how linking back to our flipping pilot and our first episode. I love how there's no signals an example of that of the diaspora like kind of just connected together yeah because like at its height like when you know when everyone was tuning in there were people tuning in from all around the world you know it was like crazy the top 10 trending like around the world like this this black verses in it like this black british internet radio station that that just popped out of nowhere yeah like it and now it just went global and just went global like boom that's lit that's 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 and that's so that's so amazing for the people behind it as well because i'm sure that takes you know effort but yeah, it, it's it's yeah, man. I love. They that. had they had like um um av- 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 adverts, advertisements, advertisements. Yeah, they had, they were advertising. Potato, they were yeah, potato, potato, man. Wow, I can't talk today. Um, yeah, they were they advertised like positions for if there's anyone that actually wanted to go and work there. So. Yeah, I'll check it out. If you, if 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 that hasn't closed as yet, then yeah, you gotta go check that out still. And Support for the people who, if, if it is closed and the people who've already um, applied, good luck. You know what I'm saying? Best of luck to y'all. Um, but yeah, like that, like when I was listening to the Earl Sweatshirt, like uh, the radio thing on um on YouTube, that kind of made me think, like, man, this is actually nice. Like it's actually like on the internet, and I can just go on there and find it and just log in. So enjoy do you find uh, there's something i like yeah even though there's something i like about tuning into a radio on a box set like even if it's like dab i like i like in, obviously i, I like yeah. listening to it but there's something that feels weird about listening to radio through the internet I'm oh yeah i feel you i feel you. i see, don't know if it's see, just the word maybe radio that i just associate with like just like fiddling about and just like tuning and shit i don't know maybe it's me because when i was like when i was like I, I had i had like a different experience with the radio like for i think like for me and you so you actually had the radio that did the job as the radio right yeah like you tuned to the radio and it will play music and did whatever yeah i never had the radio so whenever music played in the house, it was either you had like a little system and you put your CD in and you play it. But like the radio, like FM and AM, that never got turned on. Why? Ever. Why? Not even in Jamaica. Or even here. Nah, just like, we just ne- I just, just never really thought to listen to the radio. See, I live by the radio, you know. Yeah, never listened to the radio like that. I was discussing this with some of my friends last week. Like, uh, to this day, and I didn't realise how, how uncommon this was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until I've gone out there. <laughs> um, I, I have to go to sleep with the radio on. 
Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. It's that people who go sleep with the TV on. Yeah, but... It's like voices and sounds in the back. I have to have something to just listen to. Yeah. Or just listen. Now, it's got to be It's got to be dead silent in my room. No. It's got to be dead silent. See if it's dead silent. I, like... Morbid, but I just like alone with my thoughts. Like, it's, it, like I, I just I won't sleep basically. Oh, okay, okay. Unless unless I'm really really tired, I I'll just end up like I don't know. Like my brain, it's like say every time I'll be close to sleeping, I just think about something and just I'll just be up. Oh, okay, okay. Do you know what I'm saying? I like I like I, I like the sound of my breath. If that makes yeah. sense. Like I like the sound of my breathing. I'm a smart, so I hate the sound of my breathing. It's so heavy. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, some, bro, sometimes I'd be laying there and, and literally just like. Yeah, that sounds good. That's good. Do that again. Like you listen to it again. And just listen to it. Do you count? No. No, no, no. I don't count. I just, I just do that, and then, then next thing I know, I wake up the next morning. <laughs> See me. I have to. So in order for me to fall asleep, yeah, I'll, I'll be listening to something. And it's like, I don't know how to describe it. I know what you mean, though. Like, I wait, I, 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 I listen to it to the point where I drown into it, and then I just, I'm just like, bam, just like gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean, still. It's like, I let, I, the show has to distract me from, from the idea of falling asleep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, There's some couple of things that's been going on around the world that I think is kind of interesting, you know? Go on. Yeah, I just want you to say go on. <laughs> <laughs> so, hold tight, any Bayesians out there, uh, you have something to be quite proud of. Hold tight, hold tight. As of this morning, Barbados is to remove the Queen as its head of state next year. Slap! <laughs> <laughs> Drum roll. <laughs> yeah. Go on, Barbados. <laughs> Yeah, like this, this, I literally just, it came up as a notification when I was at work earlier today. It said, the Caribbean Islands Governor General, the Governor General is basically the queen in like, in, what's the word, like in absentia. Okay. So he does, he or she does all of the roles of, of the queen, i.e. like opening the, the, the parliament, firing, hiring prime ministers, etc. Um, Caribbean Islands Governor General says, the time has come to fully leave our colonial past behind. I wonder if they're going to start doing like, some land distribution as well. That would be a good start to leave our colonial past. Mud. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Barbados has announced its intention. Do you know what, bro? I had a... Oh. Go on. I think we might, I, I might save that take for the, the next one still when, when we talk about the, the black history thing, innit? But I don't know if it's going to be even the right time. Go on, drop it. Um, That whole, like, redistribution of, like... Oh, knowledge. Of, um... Land, no, like oh, the land. whole like land vibe in it, yeah, and just like just like uh reparations and. I was having an interesting actually. Do you, do you actually want me to get into it? Yeah, let's get. So basically, basically, if I can just say like it, it's gonna basically remove the head of remove the queen as head of state by November twenty twenty one. Go for oh, it. Oh yeah, um. So yeah, I was I was having this discussion with um uh, one of my friends today in it, and we're talking about the um uh amongst a lot of other like uh like little bits and like little shit but just to piggyback off what you what you said for us as like a society to move forward yeah 
I feel like one of the things which is so it's 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 so tough and it's obviously tough if you if you're still hold, if you're still holding on to these things in it but similar to that conversation where we had about um going back to Africa and that rebuilding Africa and I had a uh, someone rebuttal that come comes out with a uh, that with a rebuttal and they were saying that there's a lot of tribes in Africa that have long lineages of um uh what's that word confrontation oh, right. do you know what I'm saying yeah. confrontation so it would be hard for them to kind of let that go yeah and I feel like similarly when you look at the whole world yeah there's so many scars everywhere mm. so it's like for everyone to be able and bro i think this is why they say like like love should be preached a lot more in it just as that should be like the main message that we're getting out to a lot of people because it's like that bro i feel like that that'll, that'll be the only way because you might have some people over, over over the left to be like whoa you know, I feel like Japan might want some reparations from America. Then China might want some reparations. Africa is going to want some reparations. Do you know what I'm saying? Europe might want some... Bro, America Wait, might want what, reparations. What would, from, Europe, from, what would Europe want reparations for? Steady on now. No. I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. It might be some beef that's gone on from... I don't know, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, time. But it would have to... We'd have to get to a point where everyone's just like... Everyone... Who is currently alive? Mm. Forget your 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 pet your people who've already passed on and the generations before. Mm. If we're talking about moving forward, mm. everyone who's alive would have to get to a mindset a mind state where it's like we're gonna just move past that and redistribute everything, and we just move forward as one. Yeah, I feel like, or else we'll just. It, this all of this will never stop so long as we live in this capitalist system that has to come with money and capital it will never otherwise stop. it will be meaningless I, mean, I don't want to sound like like hopeless do you know what i mean because you can find you can find happiness like where you're at do you know what i mean and do your part you know it all starts with one person um and at the end of the day bro like your happiness is you in it do you know what i mean all of this shit is like we're all gonna go at one point. Do you know what I mean? People always say that, like, yeah, you're gonna go at one point to live your life. But bruh, we're literally we're all gonna go at one point. You don't know when you're gonna go. Do you know what I'm saying? So you might as well just figure out the best way I can be happy in this bitch while I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like what? If you knew you were gonna die, would you take care of it? Would you what? If you knew you were going to die next week, would you take heroin? Would I take heroin? Yeah. Nah. Okay. That's a mad question. It's a mad question. <laughs> nah, but I feel like if you are, if, if you, if you, if everyone knew the date that they were going to die, they'd, they'd probably, they'd probably live. Would you want to know that now? I wouldn't want to know. I would want to know. Nah. Why wouldn't you want to know? I wouldn't want to know. Why not? Because then I think about it. Yeah. Nah. So. I mean, I, I already want to live every day. With, like to the fullest so surely if you knew the date that you were going to die that would give you more motivation to live every day to I need fullest. enough I, I I feel paranoid 
about about what? Because I know when I'm going to go. So what's there to be paranoid about? <laughs> you know, isn't it? No, but I'd, I'd just rather not know. Hmm. If I had the option to know now, I'd, I'd take the option. Well, at, if you're 25 and and they tell you you're going to die at 26. Bro. Nah. I'd rather know that then so I can live every day of my life to its fullest until then. Because to go to you now, I don't. So, so you're saying like, if if you were like 25 and they're like, okay, okay cool, you're going to die at 30. Yeah. You just make sure you have the best five years of, course. of your life. Of course. Instead of being like, purpose. oh, planning till I get to 40. All right. Nah, I hear you. I'd just rather not know. And I see what I, but, but then I just know that if that was the case, yeah, at the day I turn 30, I'd be much, much happier with 10 days to live or whatever, 100 days to live, knowing that I'd done everything. That I, that, you know what I'm saying? That I was happy fully. Then if I got to 40. <laughs> yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? I guess so. At the end of the day, I wouldn't want to know, innit? I definitely would not want to know. Because what if it's, what if it's, what, bro, what if it's in a week? I would have the best week of my How, life. What? I'd have the best week of my life. Doing what? Quit my job tomorrow. And then do what? I would, I would <laughs> take her in. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. I think we should end it there. <laughs> Actually, no, we can't end it there. We can't end it there. <laughs> No, but like I would enjoy my life. What else can you do? This, this is one. Death is death, as you said. You know, you live and you die. That's 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 the reality of it. So yeah, but you know, ignorance is bliss when it comes to that. No, I don't like. Ignorance. I wouldn't want to know. Like nah, in terms of that, I wouldn't want to know. Facts. <laughs> I wouldn't want to know. I'm good. No. I'm good. I rather know like if I'm gonna have a kid or not. If I'm gonna be a dad or not. Then I could pattern up a bit more, like, do you know what I'm saying? If someone tell me, like, okay, okay cool, you're going to be a dad in, like, 10 years. Then you pattern up regardless. Well, then there you go. If you're gonna, if you, It doesn't matter if you know when you're going to die. You just pattern up regardless, isn't it? No, but it's not just... Uh, yeah, no, but it's not... <laughs> <laughs> just pattern up. It's not that easy. It's not. <laughs> I want to... If I can just return back to the thing with Barbados, yeah, just because when, when you were talking earlier... I actually read the quote that the Prime Minister said and it kind of, it moves me a little bit. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, man. So it says like, uh, a speech written by Barbados Prime Minister Mia Kotli, uh quoted its first Premier, Edward Barrow, who warned against loitering on colonial premises. Reading the speech, Barbados's Governor-General, Dame Sardra Mason, said, the time has come to fully leave our colonial past behind. Barbadians want a Barbadian head of state. This is the ultimate statement of confidence in who we are and what we are capable of achieving. Hence, Barbados will take the next logical step forward towards full sovereignty and become a republic by the time we celebrate our 55th anniversary of independence. I don't know, that just made it, that just made it mad. That just ma- I don't know, sorry, not mad. That that just made it, that really hit me, what yeah. you said there. Yeah. In terms of, like, do you know what I'm saying? It being a sign of the nation's maturity. I wonder. I wonder if they're gonna have any any ties to that. That's gonna fuck up Barbados in the long run. Well, no. They, they, this is what they're saying. Like they they're gonna. What ties? What do you mean? Like with Jamaica when they when they became independent, but they still owed the British like a hell of a lot of money. That was like yeah. No, no. If no. It was that was mostly that like, Haiti that owed like farts. I I don't know. I could. I don't know. 
Barbados would have been in a similar situation, but that would have probably been dealt with if that that was the case. I hope not. Do you mean like? Do you mean like after slavery and that? Is that what you're talking about, or just like when it became independent? Yeah, no, it was. It would have been a case. I think. I think. I mean. I think. I mean. After. After it became, became independent. Okay. They, okay. they became independent in '62, innit? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. they had to pay Britain money. Oh no! I think I'm talking about slavery. Then I must okay. talk about slavery. Okay. Never mind that, people. Never mind. Can I'm I not. I'm not sure. <laughs> can I fucking? Yeah. What was that? What was the old book you were you were talking about? Yeah, man. So this book, yeah. This book is called um, it's called Retelling Black Radicalism. Oh yeah, the one you you brought, brought earlier. That I was talking about earlier. So I just basically I just found the quote that 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 stuck out to me where he was describing the differentiation, the difference between Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, in a way that I've never heard someone describe so well. He starts off by saying like, "There's no such thing as a unified black politics. Mobilizations have taken forms so wide ranging they have led to violent confrontations." Black people have disagreed with each other as to the way forward as much as, if not more than, we have with white people. And then like, he goes on to basically talk about like the difference between Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. He says, proudly speaking, Martin Luther King and the civil rights movement represent a liberal tradition in black politics. Liberals acknowledge the problems of racial equality, but put them down to a lack of access to the system. So black people are poorer because we do not have access to the job market. In order to get equal access, it's seen as necessary to reform the system through legislation that outlaws discriminatory practices. A barrier to these laws being passed is that we also lack access to political power, and so it's necessary to get black politicians elected to bring about reform. This is a logic that made 69% of African Americans believe that Obama's election would mean that Martin Luther King's dream had been fulfilled. It's also the logic that leads to campaigns for more black police officers, chiefs and commissioners. Which is something you see when the Black Lives Matter thing happened, yeah. That was the first thing I was saying. I was thinking, nah, they need more black police officers. Yeah, they yeah. They need more black chiefs, like yeah. all the, or like you know, over there or over here. They need like more, more leaders in in black positions. But, and and he says like it's because the system is not the problem in this analysis. Just the fact that we're not fully a part of it, which makes sense. If black faces were in high places, then of course a different set of decisions would be made, and equality would be emerged. And he says in contrast. Malcolm X represents a radical tradition. He was never interested in being part of what he called the American nightmare. In the radical tradition, the system is the problem. But because of that, there can be no reform and no adjustments, as these black people should not waste time daydreaming of equality. When Malcolm X proclaimed, we want no part of integration with this wicked race of devils, he was not attacking individual white people, but condemning the system of the West as being evil at its core. So the battle... Is not to get good jobs or to be elected, but to end the system of oppression and center the world in a new image. No amount of black faces in the police force will make it anti-racist, as the hip hop artist KSR One KRS One pulled out pointed out. Sorry, during apartheid and after, it was the black cop killing black kids in Johannesburg. Black radicalism therefore calls for an overturning of the system that oppresses black people. For nothing short of a revolution. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That makes so much sense. The way how he just said that. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of what we've been kind of touching on, but 
he, like you said, he said it very comprehensively in it. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Where it's, um, and when, when I say we, I don't mean just like us on the podcast. I mean, we is, um, people them, the people them, do you know what I'm saying? Where it's like the system is broke. It's not like, and you know, one of the, one of the, one of the suggestions has been, you know, to have more black faces in, in these, um, places, but then there is another argument for like the system of capitalism is a racist system. So yeah. th- that's the point. That's what I, that leads to what I was saying earlier. Like until you get rid of capitalism, these problems will always exist. Yeah, these problems will always exist. Do you know what I mean? And bro, to be honest with you, I feel like if it wasn't black people, it would have been another race. Yeah, sadly it was. So Do you know what I mean? It's mad. We're gonna chase but those crazy ballets out of town. We're gonna chase them out of town, man. Yeah, fuck it, old mate. So, what we saying, Hank? Finna round it up, yeah. Yeah, man. Finna round up, man. I got a, <laughs> I got a migraine, man. My head is thumping. This guy's still in London migraine skank yet. Nah, dead. That probably make it worse, bro. <laughs> that probably make it so much worse. <laughs> um, do the swine flu skank. Nah, do you know what? I'm I'm gonna skank to my bed, bro. I'm gonna skank to my bed. I didn't I didn't even touch the wine, fam. Cause I feel like it just make it worse. Do you know what I mean? No. I had a, I, I had to make a mature decision today. Do you know what I'm saying? Just leave it. You support Fuck it. You support those big up people with mature decisions. <laughs> you can probably hear by my staring. I didn't make that decision. <laughs> nah, you did not. Still, <laughs> you didn't. Um. But yeah, man. I hope uh, we hope you guys hope you guys enjoyed that. Still, we had just a little little something light for you, lot. Ramble, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just a little. Well, yeah, he said a little ramble, but you know, just a little stream of thoughts. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Let them flow out as well. I think I kind of covered everything that I wanted. I wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, the live at the oh snap. Yeah, the the Gil Scott thing. You lot should check out live at the 25th. That's his first album in it. That one's like a collection of poems that he's done over like uh, some African sounding bongo drums. Sounds pretty good, pretty ethnic. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> pretty ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> pretty ethnic, man. All right. All takes right. you Fucking takes you back. All right, Deirdre. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, it's sick. He's Sounds he's especially got ethnic. this. He's especially got this um this poem where he talks about. It's called Brother, where he talks about this whole um this whole sentiment of being like, you know, uh, blacker than black or blacker than thou and I'm blacker than this and you're not black enough. And, you know, it's kind of like a, a sentiment he touches on within the within the black community in it. But I think just the way how he how he flips it on it is actually is actually sick. Um but yeah now nah, you should check that out though. Um, and and also check us out as well on our socials. Oh yeah Instagram. shit, we've been forgetting to Canada. Yeah, we're <laughs> not we're is. not normally the self-promoting type that's really it isn't it we're yeah it's just like you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like you listen you know if you like it you like comment you know what i'm saying just <laughs> share it and do all that kind of good stuff at um, free bros podcast on, on instagram yeah and uh what, the streaming platforms we're and the streaming platform we're up on spotify we're up on apple podcast we're up on stitcher we're up on Han Soa with up on Overlocker. Nah, no, you no, gotta no, say that one again. Nah, nah. <laughs> Stitcher. You gotta say it properly. Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Tarotted. What else are we on? Stitcher, Capital Feed, RSS, all of them things there. Check us out. Uh, what else do you need to do? Follow us on Instagram. 
we got a couple followers in Australia, which I think is absolutely crazy. Yeah, if you're sick. listening to us in Australia, you need to at us, please. We want to know who the fuck you are. Just give us a shout. We love that. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, well, that's what Australia. Our Spanish fans. I saw, I saw Spain. <laughs> I saw Our US. Americans fans. Hey, listen, you need to come and shout us, man. Please give us a shout. Let us know what you think. As we I said. Didn't call, I didn't want to call them fans, though. Oh, so you're not fans? I didn't want to call them fans. Bros. Yeah, like the, the bros. Like bros, the what listeners. am I talking about? Do you know what I'm saying? Bros, yeah, 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 man. Yeah. The people, them. Humble yourself, RJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say, fa- but yeah, go on. Um, yeah, yeah, all of those people. What have we got next up? Episode five. As we said, we're gonna be we're gonna be um, you know, going a little run through of of you know, a Black History Month almost salute as it was. Gonna bring on a couple more guests for you. See what we can do with that. And yeah, gonna have a little bit more fun. Um. What else is there to say? <laughs> that's, I mean, that's it. You're really selling it. Yeah, come on. Come on. Out here. Thank you for checking out the Free Boys podcast. This has no, been episode five. Episode five. I didn't, five. I didn't even know what we are going to call it. But what, Hey, yeah. what are we going to call it? I don't know. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> Let's go. Thank you for listening. All right, cool. Peace. You know, have a good evening, yeah. In a bit.